Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Rich Wilson. Welcome to Insane in the Membrane podcast, where it's about time we had a lady on. I know, right? I know. Insane in the Membrane. This time, we're back at Comedy Central talking to comedian, actress, presenter, poet, author. I mean, she's done it all. I mean, she doesn't muck about this lady. She is busy. She is out there pushing it, mate. This is Samantha Baines. She squeezed us in between performances of Magic Mike, which is in the West End as we speak. And because of the last minute arrangement, we had to do a bit of last minute uh, relocating as the room we had uh, was already booked by someone else. So we had to move. But So enjoy that as we uh, get our head around the logistics of recording. Just enjoy. Thank you. Yes, thanks for coming down, mate. That's really right. appreciate that. That's nice. Every time I think, I think Samantha Baines, I think of us crossing paths in Edinburgh, yeah. running around like loons. But, but you're uh, an actor, poet, comedian. Yeah. Got it all going on, mate. All them things. Yeah. Writer, presenter. Writer, everything. Multi-hyphenate is what Emma Gannon would say. She wrote a book cool. about it. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Ah, not, not a lady who does too many things. <laughs> Multi-hyphenate. Just a busy bird. You can't yeah. call it. <laughs> Fingers in <Yeah>. pies. <laughs> so you've got it all going on, and now you're currently in uh, Magic Mike Live. Yeah. How's that going? It's all right. It's, all right. it's a tank. funny job. Yeah. So I'm um, the only, I'm the comedian. Right. And um, I work with 13 professional male dancers. Wow. Who get topless. Yeah. How's that? How's that testosterone fueled environment? <laughs> well, a lot of them are vegan, so it's actually quite a smelly environment. Oh, God, because yeah. you'll know that if you eat a lot of vegetables, <laughs> they have to come out the other end. <laughs> so lots of women say to me, oh my God, you have the best job ever. And I'm like, when you've spent months in an enclosed environment with the 13 vegans, oh, you God. wouldn't say yeah, the same. Yeah, no, it's going to put you off, isn't it? Are you a vegan as well? No. 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 I fully eat meat. Yes, mate. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <laughs> also a <Yeah>. euphemism. <laughs> Keep it like mate. Blimey. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I mean, I know people, I mean, there's a, someone we know, Eddie Brimson, who's been a vegan for 25 years. And when he was doing it, it was just called Eddie Brimson. I don't think there are many other people doing it. But So that must be, what's it like working with so many men? Is it quite, is it quite, masculine and manly and do you know what I mean or is it, it can be yeah. a t- I don't know I feel like I've learned a lot about men I mean I was married to a man for a while yeah not anymore but um I feel like I've learned more about men doing magic yeah. mic than being married to one yeah right because there's obviously 
when they all get together, they're all quite young as well, they're all under 30. Okay. So when they get, and they're dancers and they're, you know, yeah. very physically healthy. So when they get together, there's a lot of kind of like banter and shouting and right. out handstanding each other. <laughs> they do this like handstand press up thing. That's what they're all obsessed with. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. And no, I've I did seen magic pictures mic. of it. I've not done it yeah. myself. So they, and they all have amazing bodies, but actually getting to know them all individually, you know, they all, they're actually all lovely guys in the show, but they all have insecurities and, of course, yeah. you know, um, even though you'd think that they're in peak physical yeah. condition, you know, they do still worry about the way that they look and they right. are very careful with what they eat yeah. and um, about being healthy and keeping up their appearances and also being great dancers because yeah. they've all trained for like, you know, 10 years and for them, this is an amazing dance show of and course, there aren't yeah. that many of them out there. I do one dance, but I am not a dancer. <laughs> You're not trained, uh, no? <laughs> no, I did not train. I just shimmy around the stage for a while on sequence. Um, but uh, I have to say, it feels less macho than the comedy circuit. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you'd assume it might be more macho. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's more. There's more abs. I would say, imagine oh, God, like, yeah, than the comedy yeah, circuit. Some of our colleagues, <laughs> myself included. I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen male and an female. Ab. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen an ab. I think the only abs I have seen are on are on the ladies. Yeah, but that, and, yeah. Joel Domit's got some Joel good Dom, abs. Yeah, ridiculous. We've all seen his penis as well. <laughs> yeah, have you seen? You've seen the video. No. Did you not see it? I. It was someone else was showing me. It was that. He got catfished or something, and they'd videoed it, and you get to see get to see him in full flow with his face in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That is. Uh, and my girlfriend. One oh one. Don't put your face in it. <laughs> I've had the I had the email that said it said oh we've we've been we've looked at we've hacked your laptop and we've been looking at what you were looking at, and we've got video of you pleasuring yourself. And if you don't give us this much money, we're going to send this video to the to contact. And I'm like, well, you're not going to see it. Like, <laughs> you're just going to see my shoulders, really, just, <laughs> just doing that. Jogging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've got to send it. Do what you've got to do. Um, so did you reply yeah. and say send it? I said send it, yeah. Well, I've got nothing to hide. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know what I look at. So I'm like, yeah, go on then, send it. And then nothing <laughs> happened. So, yeah, so if you do get, if anyone gets that video, uh, that that email, it. it's a lot of old bollocks. It, it, I've, yeah. I've got loads. I went to my spam folder to find something that somebody sent me. Yeah. And uh, just saw all these things. Uh, yeah, the same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. caught you, you filthy bastard, all that kind of stuff. That's send, it, yeah. Send me bitcoins and things. Yeah, that's it. We didn't ask send a bitcoin. I no. I get messages from men who say that they want to have a lovely relationship with me, but they live in a different country, so yeah, can right. I fly them over? <laughs> I get those sorts of spam messages. <laughs> but um, I wonder if that's, I wonder if they just target <coughs> men. Probably. The, Maybe they probably think married men look hiding things. It's always married men, isn't it? Hiding things. I don't know about married women hiding oh, that sort of thing. We hide stuff. Yeah, getting up to no good. Yeah, so this is we the, can be good at lying. <laughs> so this is what this is why like we're having these conversations. In the last couple of years, I I know I've certainly um, done a lot of realised a lot of stuff um, about myself and about 
about men's behaviour, mm-hmm. you know, and it's made me realise a lot. You don't, cause I, I'll give an example. I've said this before. Like seeing, I now noticed a way a lot of men look at women on the underground and public transport, and it's not just like a quick sort of, oh, she's nice. It's like a proper stare. Mm. And I didn't realise all that sort of thing went on. I kind of was in my male world of, I knew it was happening somewhere, but I never noticed it in front of me. And now it's, it's, it's is that... White male privilege. Yeah, problem. man. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. What's your experience of that sort of thing? You ever had, I mean, you're talking about men emailing you out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, like I think what's great about stuff that's happened recently yeah. is that, you know, astute men like yourself <laughs> are starting to realise all this stuff and yeah. talk about it, which is great because it's not, you know, all these movements and Me Too is obviously about female solidarity and, and coming together and supporting each other, speaking up about things. But it's not just for women. Like, no. you know, obviously men can be involved in supporting the movement as well and, yeah. and talking openly about all of that sort of stuff that they've experienced or, or standing up for women who've experienced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think growing up as a, a woman, you just get so used to being treated differently for being yeah, a woman um, whether it, whether it's people um, shouting at you in the street yeah um, even the cheer up love or smile or yeah. um, and then right up to the you know people shouting, shouting slut or yeah. wolf whistling or um, just shouting day stuff outside of, course, of yeah. outside of a, a window of a van or whatever as they drive past and and also, I think it's interesting because as a young woman, when you're kind of brought up, you're you're almost conditioned by society like not to wear a short skirt because that might yeah you're sort that, of told yeah, yeah. She was because that might it. attract attention. Yeah. Or so so then it's you know coming into your life of the things that you can and can't do. You know mm. you think oh I I like this skirt I want to wear it yeah. and it's summer and I won't be cold. <laughs> um, but you think oh actually if I have to walk home alone in this short skirt then it might attract unwanted attention. And obviously things are getting better. But I definitely remember growing up and and thinking about what I would wear on a night out because I might have mm. to walk home by myself. And you know, even in the in the comedy industry, doing stand up, mm. um, I've been treated mm, not very nicely. Yeah, right. I've I've been told that there's no room in the car and a car share, so I'll have to sit on someone's lap. What? And I I was um, I was even bent over by one MC, and he like pretended to no have sex with me from behind, and all the other male white male comedians laugh yeah, yeah. and I've, I've been told that I only won a competition because I had big boobs and wow. been told I was too I have to be careful because I'm too sexy to do comedy what? by a promoter <laughs> also reader I am not that sexy <laughs> that's not why I say what <laughs> google me <laughs> and I mean I'm, I'm quite a sexy lady I'm doing magic mic <laughs> but like you know I'm uh I was talking to someone on a dating app and they and I said you know I'm really sorry I'm not really feeling it I don't want to meet up yeah. in the most polite way I could instead of ghosting them and just ignoring them <laughs> and he just replied and said you're a slut and now I'm just like 
and I just delete and block. Right, doesn't yeah. make but, any sense, does it? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, I don't want to come and see you. I'm not coming out. Wow, well, dare you? Um, yeah. It's like, so yes, loose. because I'm very busy having sex with other people. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I can't, can't fit you in, mate. And, uh, and even if I was, that wouldn't make me a slut. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think if I, if obviously if that happened to me when I was younger, mm. um, that would have really bothered me. Yeah. Whereas, also, I think with stand-up comedy and hecklers, and yeah. you have to get a bit of a thick skin. It does toughen you up a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I, do, uh, what I think, what is funny about being a woman is you're reminded that you're a woman so regularly. Yeah. This do is you a, have that as a man? No, of course not. I just get to <laughs> barrel around doing what I want. And also, sometimes people just draw a. Te- you know, I've been introduced on stage, and they've just said like, "She's a woman." Like as part of the list of things, and I was like, "Well, they're yeah. probably gonna. You don't they'll need to tell that, them that. Yeah, yeah like when it. they see me, they'll know. Like, um, but I think it's in a. It comes from a place of good intention. Yeah, of definitely. maybe an MC being like, "I want you yeah. to support them because I support them," yeah. but kind of sometimes drawing attention to it then makes it more makes of it a worse. issue. Yeah, I know. Yeah, which is why the thing I feel like on a daily basis I'm reminded that I'm a woman. Yeah. Not just a person. No. I, but I think what is so interesting about everyone talking more about like gender and and gender fluidity and yeah. me too and everything is that we still have so many stereotypes yes. of gender and we still expect different things from men and women, even through all these movements. You yeah. know, even they're like, you know, boys don't cry. Like it's becoming more socially acceptable to talk about crying as a man. But is, I don't yeah. know, like, would you talk about that on stage? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I know I would. Yeah. Um, I know people that, I know people that outside of what we do, maybe because we, what we do, we're a bit more open to yeah. things. The people that are outside of what, what we do, very, very macho and very, if you try and talk to them about anything other than, you know, the basic boy stuff, Mm. They, they all shut up shop and they're all like and they might go yeah well you cried a bit but that's when Chelsea won the league you know, some yeah, yeah. shit like that <laughs> they very rarely but then I know a lot of men as well that are very open and are very you know I know a couple of people that get to a point and go you're crying again <laughs> what are you crying for now because <laughs> it goes the other way but like you, like you say it's more fluid than people are you know yeah. than you know, people are making out so. and also mental health you know, in men. I think there's some interesting things with, you know, obviously I'm a woman and I've had a hard time for being a woman. But then also there are some things that are easier being a woman, like crying in public. People wouldn't think I'm weird. They'd be like, oh, women cry all the time. Um, (laughs) That's okay. And I can blame it on my period. And if other people blame it on my period, I'll be annoyed. But I can blame it on my period and that's fine. Um, but with things like, you know, like mental health, yeah. I feel like w- women talk to other women more about our mental health and how we're feeling. Yes. And, you know, I suffer from anxiety yeah, well. and I'm quite like open about that. But I think definitely guys that I've known, you know, in my social life have found it quite difficult yeah. when they're suffering with mental health to be more open about it. Oh, definitely. It's only too recently now everybody's saying, that, you know, mentioning the word anxiety that I realise, like, oh shit, yeah. That's what that is. I just like. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, there's me. Why? That's why I'm panicking about going up the shops. Yeah. I'm anxious. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's a very new thing, you know, to talk about it. But again, I'm happy to do so. 
I don't feel I don't feel any less of a man for doing so. And it's uh, but it's funny with like you mentioned periods. Yeah. Because Jade, you know, you know Jade by Missy yeah. is, is brilliant. But when she has her period, she becomes a different person. It's not just like oh, a bit of a bellyache. It's like she. I see the shutters come down, and she becomes somebody else. Mm. And it and it's difficult because I always say to her, "Look, I know it's coming. I know exactly when it's coming because it's going to be all. It's be war." <laughs> but even having that conversation, it's like, well, it's none of your business because you're a bloke, and now I have to do it. I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to help the whole situation. Do you know what I mean? Because it's so yeah. extreme. Is you know. Having that conversation is difficult as a man. I, but I think I think it's good. I think more men need to know more about periods. Like yeah. there was a boy on TV in America who said about his girlfriend, like, why doesn't she just hold it in? <laughs> <laughs> and like the idea that even one boy in and he was like eighteen, right? Yeah, so right. That just one boy thinks that we can hold our period in <laughs> is like so upsetting. Like the education wow. around that needs to be so exactly much better. That. Yeah, yeah. And I do stand up about periods and tampons right. because for so long people said female comedians only talk about their vaginas, and so now that is pretty much all I talk about because I was like. <laughs> Well, they told me that that's all we're meant to talk so that's about. What I'm do. So I took it as a direction. Um, but you know, like men in the audience laugh and come up to me after and are like, "Oh my god, I didn't know that." And you know, yeah, right. I think I think it's great if you guys can have a conversation yeah. about periods and just understand them a bit more because, yeah, yeah they do affect women in different ways. Um, but if you can be kind of understanding, yeah. that, you know when I have my period it feels like a little man is hanging off my ovaries yeah. and just dragging them down into the ground and I feel yeah. in, in pain yeah. yes a little man of course, it of course is. it's the patriarchy yeah. <laughs> pulling on my ovaries and making them bleed um, and it's not pleasant no of course not and that's that and it's and I get I understand all that and I get that but it, and there isn't is when, it, when you're in the middle of it all there's no, you can't say, listen, we were all right yesterday and now we're at each other and we're fighting and I know why. And it, but you can't even say that. Like, no. It's like, like, how dare you say that? You're like, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to sit over here then, out of the way. But it's like anything, like if you had the flu, mm. man, flu or otherwise, <laughs> and and she was like, oh, you're being really annoying because you're ill. Yeah. You'd be annoyed because you'd be like, you it's would. not because I'm ill. It's because yeah. you're you've done something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's anything that you can blame on the other person. Yeah, it does make me it? laugh. It does make me laugh when I've seen men men are embarrassed to buy tampons. Yes. And you're like, mate, no one's gonna think that they're yours. <laughs> what you just buy them? And pregnancy tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything like I that. I was talking about this with a friend the other day and saying that I now order my tampons online yeah. and condoms and stuff like that and pregnancy tests just so that the poor male cashier <laughs> in boots or whatever yeah. doesn't look so uncomfortable. Because I'm like, it's not uncomfortable for me. Like I no. talk about menstruating on stage. I even talk about Sally Ride, who is the first American woman in space. Um, they sent her into space with 100 tampons and they asked if that would be enough for seven days. She was in space for seven days. <laughs> and we don't even know if she was on her period, but they asked her if 100 tampons would be enough. Just going to have one a day. You might be because yeah. of the pressure being out of the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, 100 tampons for seven days. Yeah, yeah. That's like... 
that you'd a be lot. dead. That's a, a lot death. of blood. Um, but yeah, I mean, if anyone's listening, and that's too many, just to be clear, <laughs> that's too many. don't buy that many. Um, but you know, so I'm fully happy with all of that. But oh my gosh, some male cashiers. Old and young just look so uncomfortable yeah, right. if I come to a till <laughs> with a, a packet of tampons and some, you know, period pads it's or mental. even a pregnancy test. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> but it's, sometimes it's women as well, you know, if yeah. you go with a pregnancy test, they sort of look, maybe see if you've got a ring on your finger oh, right. and judge, you know. Yeah, of course. I love tests. I see them, again, because of my privilege, I'm blissfully unaware of all that. It's just, you know, if I was to turn up with a pregnancy test kit, you know, I'm sure they'd just go, okay. Or, like, or condoms. Condoms was the thing. I know people were terrified of buying them. Yeah. And I was, I was just like, well, no, I need them. Otherwise, yeah. something's going to happen. So, but, it but, is, you know. but it is also like, look, I'm getting laid, isn't it, when you're buying condoms? I don't know. I, like, like, oh, I, know, I need like, them because <laughs> I have a busy getting, sex life. <laughs> getting bin bags. Well, but that's what I was going to say. Do you have a similar thing with condom sizes that um, maybe we have with... What? Showing period. off sort of thing? Like, do you mean? Or yeah, like, if you were buying yeah. extra small condoms, <laughs> would you feel embarrassed? Uh, well, I never had to buy that times. <laughs> no, um, never occurred to me. Honestly, I'm, I mean, like I've said this before, I've not lived a perfect life, you know, I've fucked up, but mm. when it comes to things like that, I think because my parents were pretty cool at ex explaining things and, and you know, teaching, teaching stuff, it was never really a problem. So, yeah, I never really thought about it. it was like, Your parents taught you about size of Yeah, size but of it, was about, like, it wasn't a problem to buy condoms. It was always like, no, you have to buy them. And, you know, they, but never, we never talked about sizes. I <laughs> found that out myself. <laughs> but, but do you, is it, you know, from a, for, as a man, do you feel like there's a pressure to have a big penis when and you're that younger, makes you yeah. more manly? Oh, definitely, when you're younger. I remember being... Being in school and getting changed after the gym, and everyone would, everyone was taking the piss. It was all boys' school. Mm. Everyone taking the piss out of each other's willies, and <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, someone was, one of the one of the other kids was talking about one of the teachers that we all liked, and I, I got a little bit aroused, <laughs> and that was it. My nickname was from then on called Eric, because of erection. Oh. Yeah. So there's there was that pressure when you're younger to have a, you have to have a big penis, but as you get older. You start to realise the more conversations you have with people. Yeah, you go, no, that's, that's what you do with fine. it. Yeah, it's all fine. Chill out, man. As long as you're not a twat behind it, I think that's it. What about your penis, producer Paul? <laughs> yeah. Ever had any? I remember boarding school. Well, I was at boarding school. So oh my god, you've had it even oh, worse. Did you do the thing where you all come on a biscuit? Uh, it was done in the school, but I uh, wasn't involved in it. But I, it, it really is a genuine thing because people think it's an urban myth. But it yeah. is definitely that's a, a baffling game. Yeah. If someone else is, or if if you're the last one, you're not carrying on, surely. <laughs> I'd, you'd leave, wouldn't you? No, but then you have to eat the biscuit with everyone else's come on, don't you? Yeah, I, I, that's yes, the, last so the last one too. Uh, yeah. But would you still? You wouldn't still come on it. Like, it wouldn't come oh, in so and go, well, I've got, I've got to eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to chuck mine in the pot as well. well yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, if you particularly like your own flavour or something, maybe it would mask the flavour of... Uh, oh, uh, that's true. Mate. I don't know. That's would you rather bad. swallow your own cum or someone else's cum? Oh, definitely my own. See, there you go. Yeah. I have shot myself in the mouth once. 
Anyway, that's not where this was supposed to go. <laughs> And have a lovely time. I, have, I always have this effect on conversations. <laughs> sorry. No, but, sorry, back to the coming on a biscuit. <laughs> you, but surely that is promoting coming quickly. I presume so. Which I don't later that much in life. When the only thought was it's going to be it's, horrible. It's a horrible thing and boys of that age really like horrible things. And the peer pressure to get involved in the game would have been... Uh, yeah, it was always done through uh, during prep as well, which is like an hour long. Uh, so it's an hour of where everybody's supposed to be studying. So any excuse to go off the toilet. And I, I think it just just killed time, really. <laughs> oh my god! No, there's other things, man. <laughs> there are other things. Yeah. You need a quite a robust biscuit, depending <laughs> on who's, how many of you're playing. Yeah. Shortbread. <laughs> yeah, rich tea would be rubbish, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it's soggy. That's, so that's called net soggy biscuit. Soggy biscuit. Yes, it is. Yeah, oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't, it wouldn't matter, would it, about the the integrity of the biscuit? It's called soggy biscuit anyway. I suppose so. I mean, you would want it to, maybe you would want it to collapse halfway through. Oh, God, you want to know that scooping yeah, like it out. in a tea. Yeah. Oh, God, what an awful... I'm so sorry to anyone listening to this. <laughs> you your I lunch. think it's great. I'm discovering loads. It actually happens. Well, these aren't we games don't that play girls that game. play. No. 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 But they, it... We'd be there for days. <laughs> <laughs> so you could dunk it. Oh, for God's sake. Right, oh, yeah, we can edit this as well. Um, so, but were you at all boys boarding school? Uh, it was an all-boys boarding school, and they started to accept girls. So there was just about 10% girls and just loads of boys. So, um, yeah, there weren't, there weren't that many girlfriends to go around yeah. uh, in, uh, in that school. So was that like a competition? Who could get a uh, there was, it was fierce competition to, uh, to get a girlfriend, yeah. Absolutely. The girls wow, man. absolutely lauded it. They ruled the place. Yeah, I'll bet. Which is all these desperate boys. It's <laughs> either <laughs> a girl or a biscuit, really. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, what a choice. There you go. That's going on a T-shirt. <laughs> what about your school? Was it, was it a mixed school? No, I went to an all-girls secondary school. Oh, oh yeah, Newstead. Newstead Wood. That's it, because we grew up in the same ends, mate. I grew up in Orpington. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my school was. Yeah, man. It is. Yeah, it's not, it didn't burn down after I left. I didn't it's like they just get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josie Long went there. That's right, yeah. Um, and Carly Smallman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're okay. in a school play together. Were you? Comedian Central, our school. <laughs> it's the hub. <laughs> I've done yeah. really weird jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What have you done? I used to work, so I can't talk about it because I had to sign a thing. Oh, right. But um, I used to work with the royal family when they travelled through Heathrow Airport. No way. I did... I worked for KPMG doing graduate recruitment when I was at university. Oh, wow. They expected people to apply who wanted to, who was maybe studying like, you know, maths or economics or yeah. something, and wanted to go into a career in tax and audit. <laughs> and I applied, and they were like, "It's weird because you're the best candidate, but you're studying drama." <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, I've done all sorts of very weird jobs. But I guess. I guess I always, my mum is a strong feminist and she, you know, has always had a really good job. Right. And for a lot of my life, she earned more than my dad. Okay. And so I guess I've always, I always knew that I would be doing something slightly different. And yeah. And slightly away, kind of rebelling from that, things that you're meant to do. Yeah. Um, although I did end up getting married, but now I'm getting divorced, so. Oh, sorry to <laughs> hear that. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
32 and divorced. <laughs> but I think, I think it's really interesting, isn't it? Because stuff like um, getting divorced as a woman mm. is very strange because people assume that um, my husband cheated on me, right. which is not true. No. Or assume that sort of he left me for someone else. Or, yeah. Um, and I find I find that quite funny. Like they sort of always try and search for See that. Like, did else. he? You know, <laughs> did he fuck it up? And actually, we're very Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Like we yeah, consciously right. uncoupled. Right. Like actually, did like you know, we just are still friends and realise that we weren't good married. Yeah. So yeah. we're just going to be friends that Same. aren't married yeah. anymore. But I think, yeah, it is, it is funny. Also, I am Catholic, so I just have guilt oh, wow. about everything anyway. Of course you do. I was born yeah. Catholic. Yeah. Oh, wow, how was that? <laughs> that must have been full on. Every time I hear the word Catholic, I just go, okay. Oh, <laughs> dear. Yeah. Well, my, fa my family um, all live in Ireland, so our Irish family is still very religious. Right. And so when I was younger, I was, had confirmation and yeah. chris christening and all of that. Um, but I don't go to church anymore. No. But do, but do you believe in God? Well, well I suppose it's in because I know people that I know people that were they were Jehovah's Witnesses or they were brought up like Catholic or yeah. And even though they're not in the faith anymore, there's still an element of them that still I suppose because the way you've been taught and brought up. Yeah, a I bit think of you. I don't know if I I think there's something yeah. going on, <laughs> but I'm not quite sure no. what it is. <laughs> um, but. Um, no, I don't like follow the teachings of the Bible or anything like that. But no. but then I did get married with a religious vicar. Oh really? Yeah. A Catholic. So weirdly, no. Right. Because he wasn't Catholic. Yeah. And if he's not Catholic, then you have to go oh, to like meetings, and he oh. has to be welcomed <laughs> into the church. It's very complicated. Um, but no, weirdly, that was like left over. Yeah. I was like. <gasps> I must have a white wedding in a church. <laughs> yeah. And I did. And it was yeah. very expensive. Oh, blimey. Yeah, but you know, it was right at the time. It's a great party. People say, I don't know if people say this to you, if you've been married. Yeah. They always say to me, would you get married again? And I'm always like, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, we had the best time. Yeah. yeah it was amazing. The, your yeah. wedding day is so, I had two. So I had like a smaller wedding and then right. the big one that everyone came to. Because... Um, Sidebar, my dad was dying at the time. Oh, right. No, okay. so much yeah. goes Sorry, on in my mate. life. Um, I'm very open with it. No, all. So, yeah, so we had, a, uh, we had a small service so my dad could be there and then we had the big one. Yeah. But so I got two weddings. It was great. Amazing. So, you're, so you mentioned feminism as well. Yes. And obviously that's the last few years. That's, you know, when I was growing up, we, you know, feminism has always been around, but obviously when I was growing up, it was... It was sort of in the background. Very few yeah. people really talked about it, you know. And if you met someone who was, like, for want of a better phrase, militant feminist, mm. they're always terrifying women. <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, I'm yeah, I'm gonna go and sit over there because she's frightening. But well, I guess yeah. for a while, all women who knew what they want were terrifying. Yeah. When there was that period of, yeah, you know. In like the fifties, all women were terrifying because we were like, actually no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I I call myself a feminist, and I, you know, I say that in my stand up, and I say that on stage, yeah. I say it in my Twitter bio, yeah. and I say it in Magic Mike, and yeah, okay. um, I think it's funny because some women still think of that as a 
as a dirty word. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and still don't quite understand what that means. You know, I've had women recently say to me, what actually is feminism? Right. Because I always hear it, but I don't understand it. And to me, that was quite shocking because I thought that, that was, you know, yeah. everyone knew. But to me, it's about equality yes. um, between the sexes. And I don't, and I don't mean that means we're the same because um, obviously like physiologically we can be quite different but um, I think we should be treated equally absolutely no one should be made to feel like you're a man so you can't do that or you're a woman so you can't do that you can do it if you want to do it Um, and but equally I I support like um, people who are gender fluid and who are who um, identify as a woman or a man even if that you know biologically they wouldn't be called a woman or a man Um, and I, and I think it's part it's part of all of that, like just treating people with respect. Yeah, and just being a decent human being. Yeah. Equally, and are you a yeah, feminist? So. Yes, but I would I wouldn't I wouldn't say I am because I've I've met men before that have said in very in recent years that have that have been very vocal about being feminists, mm. and then it turns out that they're actually the biggest wrongans <laughs> on the planet, and they're just. Like hiding in plain sight, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And so I've got this. I always feel a bit funny about calling myself a feminist, even though. But I do support feminism, mm. and I've said this before. I was described in uh, by the list in Edinburgh last year as a woke feminist geezer. Lovely. So I was like, Hello, mate. I'll take that. Do you think there should be a manism? Um, I don't know about that. I think men. Well, like I've just proven. I'm like I've just said. I'm very reticent to label myself as a feminist. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't. Should be more. I should be more vocal. Going, yeah, I'm a feminist, yeah. and not be not be afraid of that, and not be worried about what I, people people thinking I'm up to something. So maybe you know, yeah. Should we just be just? I think about you, Paul. You would you class yourself as a feminist? feminist? I'd, I'd worry that um, people would think that I was just jumping on a bandwagon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna make you best. Yeah. You know, almost yeah. Like, oh, it's gonna make you popular with girls, and say you're a feminist. Exactly. And especially what we do now, because I've not mentioned that I'm a feminist before. Now suddenly I'm going, oh, I'm a feminist. Definitely looks like not only am I am I jumping on the bandwagon, I'm trying to drive it. <laughs> no, I think bloke. own it, own your feminist yeah. state if you actually believe it. Absolutely. And yeah. also, actions speak louder than words. So you can say you're a feminist, but do of you act course. like a feminist? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Because it's, it's funny it? on on International Women's Day. People always ask when International Men's oh, Day no. is, yeah. and there is one. Yeah. You guys just don't make a big deal out of it, like we <laughs> do. Because the rest of the time, we we could yeah. just do what I mean, we want. Every day is kind of International <laughs> Men's Day, but there isn't that official International Men's Day. But yeah. you don't like no sort of men's groups. Well, I'm sure some people do, but no one creates any big events. Whereas no. on International Women's Day, we do because we feel thing. like we want to celebrate it. Yeah. But I always find it funny that so many men say, when's International Men's Day? Yeah, yeah, and I it see do- it on Twitter it does all the time. There's, um, there's a comedian who just replies to... Richard Herring. Yeah. Yeah. He's brilliant. And, yeah. So on International Women's Day, he just replies to all the tweets that say when's International Men's Day with the date. With the oh, date of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he literally spends the whole day doing yeah. it. That's amazing. <laughs> um, you know, and, and of, I would, you know, that's 
being a feminist, isn't it? Yeah. And <laughs> like supporting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, again, you know, being blissfully unaware that all of this is going on because it's, you know, people talk about, well, I'm not privileged. And they go, well, you are, because you didn't know this shit was going on. Mm. You don't get wolf whistled out of a van. You know, I've been with Jade, we've been walking on the road and someone shouted out of the van, Doy Fatty. And you don't, I mean, like we've said before, you know, they're just in, they're, they're entertaining their mates. Yeah. And I realise they've now ruined someone's afternoon. Yeah. And that's not something I've ever had to deal with, you know. So this, having these conversations is, I'm like, holy shit. You and just, I'm you sure know. that's, you know, happened to her before. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Isn't it awful that's something she has to deal with? Yeah. You've got sons, haven't you? I do. And I've got daughters, so yeah. you become sort of quite woke to that. Sli- uh, you know, yeah, when, when right. When you've got teenage daughters, yeah. you're suddenly very aware that uh, you know, if, if they're with you or whatever, quite often any the male that you're dealing with, you know, if you're on holiday, uh, renting out some sort of beach yeah. uh, thing, um, is definitely not looking at you at all. As he talks to yeah. you, you know, he's looking at your daughters. You know. Yeah, right. See that? Well, he's get, grab yeah. his chin and twist his face. Back <laughs> <laughs> oh, this appears to have come off, mate. I do apologise. Yeah, again, again, because I've got sons, and it is that. But that someone said to me recently, they go, "Oh, you've got good lads. They're good boys." So you don't realise that. I'm just trying. I, all I did was bring them up, mm. and it's not, I mean, now the people go, "No, they're good boys. They don't. They're respectful. They don't do this. They don't do that." So, like you say, that's in you. The, yeah. you know what I mean so if I was a dickhead I'm sure they'd be dickheads <laughs> yeah. yeah so but have you yeah. ever sat down with your boys and had a chat about how to treat women yeah when my, my youngest had he came in from school and he and he showed me his phone he went oh someone sent me this video it's disgusting and it was that two girls one cup yeah which I didn't know that's what it was mm. I just saw this horrible video I was like mate you, you've got to get that off your phone so he deleted it and he was like, oh yeah, but everyone does it, everyone, and I'm like, no, 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 and I, was ex- and I sat him down and we had a really good chat. Mm. And then it wasn't until later on, someone else was talking about this video. I went, that was on my son's phone. <laughs> what? Oh, nothing, nothing. Uh, so yeah, we've, we've had the chat about, about that. And they're good, they are good lads, you know, that, I mean, well, I'm assuming, I'm not with them 24-7, but yeah. as far as I'm aware, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I think we might have to relocate, sorry. Yeah. That's right. Should have booked it for longer. Right. I talked for days. Mm. That's great. Let's unpin the microphone. So, at this point uh, in the podcast, we're overrunning a bit in the space we'd booked. Uh, So, we had the entire podcast, wires, mics, headphones, producer, guests, host. We all had to relocate to the restaurant area at the Comedy Central building. Give it down, will you? So, we pick back up, talking about online trolls. It's like with, with, again, with Jade. I I don't... messages she gets as opposed to the messages I get and we both do the same job mm. because she's got a higher profile some of the shit she gets oh my god yeah. I get on Magic Mike actually all the messages from the women who've seen the show are just lovely yeah. but like yeah from comedy I've had emails from always seems to be emails from men right. saying that I'm an awful comedian and I should give up and then also just it's really rude stuff. Yeah, right. Like filthy and also just horrible. Yeah. In an in email form. I don't know why they go to it's the extent formal. of like yeah. seeing me at a gig, then Google me, then go on my website, then get my email address, then send me an email. And does it stay? Dear Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> what? And you're like, oh, what's this going to be? Oh. Yeah, right. oh <laughs> it's thanks, mate. Just abuse. Great. And that's so, I'm not, again, you know, I haven't had, I haven't had that. You might get the odd. I naively, and this is something that Jade pointed out to me. Uh, I remember being on Instagram, and someone, I was just, I was like, I couldn't sleep. It was early in the morning, and then I got a message from a woman that follows me. She's like, oh, I can't sleep. I'm like, ah, you know, it's like, you know. She's like, oh, you like my pictures? Like, yeah, you got some really cool stuff. I just had this chat, and then I didn't think any more of it. And then later on, Jade. Because Jade's got access to all my social media, so there's no, there's no, no mucking around. There's no, everything's out well, there in the open. Nice, yeah, just being open. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that. And it's one that I've said this before. The best thing that I have now is that I can have my phone facing up with the with the sound on. And she can go in my phone, and there's nothing hidden. Not there's no, nothing to hide. It's, yeah, it's, it's that's amazing. really healthy. Yeah, it's amazing. But that, and it, she went. Rich, this this year, she goes, they're not really asking you how you are. Well, she was just asking me, that, what, at that time of the morning? They're not asking you how you are, you knobhead. I'm like, oh, I didn't think. Because <laughs> it wasn't blatantly, you know, sexual. Yeah. I didn't think about it. But that's the only thing I get. I don't get, I haven't really had anything else, that experience of like, abuse. I've had a, abuse and then I've also had strangely people opening up to me about things that they don't like wouldn't tell their family oh wow and I don't know why that is I think it might be because I'm so open on stage but I think a lot of comedians are um and and I I'm an ambassador for the British Tinnitus Association and I work with a lot of different charities about things like that but um yeah lots of people seem to message me and like open up about their sexuality or um, must be something that you get uh, vibe you give off yeah 
Um, and I wa and I've wondered why that is. Yeah. Like, is it because I'm a woman and I seem care? And I, and I'm you know I don't mind it at all. No. But is it because I'm a woman and I seem like I'm caring and that I'll listen or? Yeah, probably. There is is it because I talk about my own sort of stuff on stage? Yeah. But I think there is something about that. I remember doing an Edinburgh show last year, and I talked about relationships and I talked about. I was very open about having messed around in relationships before. Yeah. And afterwards I'd get people coming up to me and there was a couple came up they went, we're having an affair now, this is this is what we're doing. And they told me all about it. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm people like, wow. tell you so much yeah. about their lives. And it wasn't even sordid or anything like that. It was just so that we were with other people but we can't help it. We love each other and we're just in this situation now. They were telling me all about it and I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, I think if you're honest it kind of attracts Yeah honesty which is which is something but i but i mean tiff stevenson the other day was talking about on e on e, on ebay she was selling a pair of shoes and some bloke had messaged her about oh, it she yeah. got the others to sell and and then she put on twitter going she get sort of out with him on twitter going look at this disgusting wretch and other there's a couple of male comments going well he's just asking about the shoes like, no he could have just bought them like she said he could just bought them and then bought the others. Yeah, because he was like, do you have any more shoes? And it doesn't matter how badly yeah. they've been worn. And he was going on about the footbeds. And, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, mate. And Tiff rightly so was going, no, he's telling me he's fetish. And that's unacceptable. And you go, yeah, that's right. I wouldn't, and I, that wouldn't happen to me. Mm. I don't have that to deal with. And if it did, if it was a woman, I'd, I'd go, I think I'd just shrug it off. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't, do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be seen as, as quite as... Um, Abusive, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Even though it might be, you know, if it was a woman doing that to me, yeah. So no, oh, yeah, I want to buy your shoes. Have you got more that are doing this? I'd kind of go, oh yeah, whatever. No, no, no. It's just how it is. It's just how it feels to me. Whereas a woman, it's more intrusive. Would that yeah. be right? Well, I think it'd be weird either way. But yeah. I guess we tend to get it more somehow. Yeah. And also, as soon as you're in the public eye. As soon as you're in the public eye, people start telling you what they think of you anyway, and it kind of comes with the job. But I think, as well, women in the public eye seem to get so much more judgment. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Jamila Jamil does a lot about this on her social media, like talking about body image and yeah. um, airbrushing and all those sorts of things, which is really good. But, you know, a lot of female comedians have that I know have you know, done their first appearance on telly, for example, mm. and just got so much abuse about their appearance. Really? And not even based on, you know, them doing their job. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just yeah. saying, like, what they look like. And I yeah. think that's a horrible thing. Yeah, no, That is right. a kind of side effect of what we do, but shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, we get a bit, but again, like Jade, you know, she gets that, she had one the other day on Twitter, is this the fat cunt from the bingo advert? Yeah. And you're like, like, and the bloke in his bio what? even said, oh, I'm not here to offend. And, all that. and, I, and I was like, how dare you? How yeah. I, I, I answer the trolls. I go after him. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay's like, no, no, it doesn't matter. No, no, I'm having, I'm having this prick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, it, again, it's made me realise what a position I'm in as opposed to yeah, a lot and, of women in there. And industry. obviously, so many people are really rude to other people on Twitter but yeah. I do think it's more women in the public eye and you know also like female politicians and MPs yeah. get such a like Diane Abbott oh, God, got yeah. so much abuse and not for her politics no it's just personal because of you know what she looks like and and you know the way she is on, on TV and 
and actually it shouldn't be about that should it with anyone it should no. be about the way you do your job exactly yeah if you're good or not at your job and and also whether it's politics or comedy you know so many people tell us i don't think you're funny or i do yeah. think you're funny yeah. Um, and politicians, I don't agree with you or I do agree with you. But, you know, we're still doing our job. Yeah. Some people think we're funny and some people agree with those politicians. That's why they're there and that's why we're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But um, people do voice their opinions a lot, I guess, these days. But, and, and in some ways that's really nice because you can have access to people that you wouldn't before. And, you know, if, if you like the whole Me Too movement, if mm. people are, are doing bad things, yeah. then we can tell the world it's not like a closed group. But then it also means that people are, are saying nasty things on, on social media and, and, you know, yeah. sending abuse that is harassment. Yeah. There's actually a, a campaign called Glitch. Okay. Set up by an ex-MP uh, and she's left politics now which is to end online abuse. Right, yeah. Uh, and, and she looks specifically around the way that women are targeted on social it media. It does seem... An, un, I mean, I know sometimes you'll see that Twitter uh, disabled a, 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 someone's profile for a bit, or... Yeah. But it doesn't seem... That seems to be it. There doesn't seem to be a lot of policing going on. You, people don't, are able to just say and do whatever they like. Yeah. You know, and it's it's almost accepted now as well, that's what Twitter's like. And you're like, no, it shouldn't be like that. It's, it's an open platform where we, should, we can all have conversations with each other. Yet there's, and that's what baffles me, the actual trolls that they spend, they seem to spend their days just on there abusing everybody. Oh. I mean, what kind of a person does that? I know, you know? but it's a sort of weird ho hobby, it seems, yeah, yeah, for yeah. them. Like, I, I just think if they could take there was a great example where Sarah Silverman, someone tweeted Sarah Silverman something horrible, and she just replied to them and said, like, are you okay? Oh, yeah, Do you I saw need that. help? Yeah. And he was like, oh, what, why have you picked on me? And he actually did, and then they ended up having this quite intense conversation mm. about, like, how That's difficult it, yeah. that person's life was, and it had all started from him just insulting her. Yeah. And you do think, like, if the people who do that, why are they doing that? And if they could channel all that energy into doing something else, they could probably do amazing They'd things. smash it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, like, yeah, where, where have we, where does that come from? Yeah. In, like, our current culture of society that people... I suppose it's easy, ...obviously it? yeah. get a rush, mm. they must do, from insulting people that they don't yeah. know. Any attention yeah. that they get from that. Yeah. Bananas, absolutely but doing bananas. It anonymously. Yeah. And do you feel it's become more intense since doing Magic Mike? That sort of thing. Um, well, actually, Magic Mike's quite nice because the majority of the audience are women and it's yeah. quite like a show about yeah, right. women sticking together. So I tend to only get messages from women who liked the show. Yeah. <laughs> no one's actually oh, that's fair enough. touch wood. No one's messaged me saying, you were awful in yeah, Magic yeah, Mike yeah. yet. So. It's funny about, about the Louis C.K. thing, when we talked about this before. When I, I, I tweeted it, when he, when he came back and was doing, and it was reported that yeah. he'd been doing gigs, and I tweeted something like, you know, I'm all for uh, forgiveness and, and you, know, retro, um, you know, redemption and things yeah. like that, but he's only been 10 months. I think he's taken a piss. It was something like that. 
and the amount of messes I got from other comics and, and a lot of women, there was a lot of women commenting going, oh, these women, oh, boo-hoo, so someone wanked in front of you, so what? You know, which surprised me. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, you know. I think that is a strange thing because people would assume that, you know, if there's female victims, mm. you know, being wanked at at work, no one should have to go through. No. Whether you're a comedian or an accountant or, no. you know, and, but equally the other way around, like, you know, as a guy yeah. being wanked at by a woman at work, you shouldn't have to go through that either. No, of course not. Um, but I think it's a weird one when it's in art because people, a lot of people seem to say that he's a brilliant comedian. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it, somehow that would make it okay, and obviously it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Louis C.K. thing is such a is such an odd one, and I never met him, and I haven't spoken personally to any of the the people no. who were involved. So in these instances, I think it's quite hard to comment, isn't it, when you're not directly related? But yeah, that shouldn't happen no like so putting him straight back into if it's been proven that happened then putting the, or, or loads of women came forward you know putting him straight back into a situation where he could do that again yeah you know with any crime you just wouldn't do that no it doesn't matter that you might like his jokes yeah, exactly watch them that, on yeah. DVD if you want in the quiet of your own yeah. home with no other people around <laughs> don't tell anyone yeah like <laughs> I just think, yeah, if someone had robbed a jewellery shop 10 months earlier, you yeah. wouldn't then put Give them alone in the jewellery shop. <laughs> no matter if they loved jewellery and were really good. <laughs> really good at it. Had a really good eye for diamonds. <laughs> like, I just think it's such a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, there are, there are I, I'm talking about like female solidarity on Magic Mike, but there are a lot of women who would say that they're not feminists. Yeah. And, you know, quite often I have debates with them on the radio specifically yeah, because right. I say I'm a feminist and someone else says they're not a feminist. And, you know, there are a lot of, of women who don't agree with, you know, the Me Too movement. Really? Or, or criticise it. Mm. Um, in my experience, the majority of women are supportive of it, as yeah. am I. But, you know, it, I think it's not its not always a gender thing as well. It's just down to the individual, individual isn't it? Individual, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think if a crime's been committed, then... Yeah, well, that was it, because he admitted it, didn't he? That yeah. He, he, in his statement, he's saying, yeah, this is what I did, I abused my power. And, yeah. And it, you know... And, it's, and the women yeah. came forward, he confessed, like... Yeah. That's a That's a... Crime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, that has been yeah. proven. It's not. Also, I think obviously so many women come forward and aren't believed. Yeah. First. Well, they, well, they, yes. You know, rather yeah. than let's take this seriously, um, it's a lot of the time it's straight away. No, they must be lying. Yeah. Um, there was there was um, like the yeah. the court yeah. case in America with the judge. Which one was that? Kavanaugh. Is that oh his name? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, everyone assumed that the women were lying because they wanted to ruin his reputation mm. rather than actually thinking this is a, a terrible thing if it happened. So for someone to come forward takes a lot of guts yeah, of and bravery. So we need to give them, you know, the respect that yeah. them coming forward deserves. And 
and then actually look into it. But everyone just criticised, you know, her for lying straight off the bat and didn't even really consider what she had to say. And I think, you know, a lot of the Me Too movement is is part of that. Just women standing together and saying, this sort of thing does happen. Yeah. And it takes a lot to come forward, and so we support the people that are coming forward. Yeah. Um, you know, male and female. Yeah, of course. Well, it's that. Even now, we. I mean, I don't know if you, you're probably aware of it as well. There's a few. There's a couple of people in our industry that have. They got away with it, but we know that they've done some horrible things to women. Yeah. And are now, there's one in particular that's acting like he's the new messiah and you're like mate really yeah he's got a beard and everything and he's spouting off on twitter all the time about respect and things like that and you go pack it in mate there's so there's still there's still work to be done absolutely and and there are you know it's like all these things you know the kevin spacey allegations and everything all start with rumors yeah and when you're in the industry you start hearing them and then i think it's about you know, when people do come forward, like supporting them as much as you can or like helping. It's, it's such a difficult thing, isn't it? And it's so difficult to prove this stuff as well, especially yeah. if it's historic. So I think what's been great about the Me Too movement is that the people who've done those things are scared yeah. and they should be yeah, because yeah, they yeah. shouldn't have done those things in the first place. And and you know when people talk about oh you know yes. we can't do anything anymore, um, there's a great mash report sketch with, with Rachel yes, Harris yes, yes. where she says to Nish, uh, if you give me a bunch of flowers that's fine, just don't put your dick in the flowers. <laughs> and I think it's so true. Like yeah. you you can be nice to people of, of a different yeah. gender or. Um, people that you fancy, even yep. if they're the same gender, but just be respectful. Yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. put your dick in a bunch of flowers. Well, I say a similar thing in my stand-up, in my show last year. It was that. It was like talking to men. Go look. You know, men are saying you can't flirt with women now. You can't talk to women. I'm like, yeah, you can, but just ask yourself this: when you're talking to a woman, is your cock out? Yeah. So it's, it's you know, I haven't read all the pamphlets, but I'm pretty sure you're doing <laughs> it wrong. That's pretty the main That's it. You know, and, uh, well, Id- Idris Elba said the same thing. He said the, the Me Too movement is only a problem to people with something to hide. Yes. And that's true. And then, you know, which is again why I wanted to have these conversations. Because mm. even though, again, my behaviour in the past hasn't been great, it hasn't been anything on that level. Yeah. You know, never, never done anything with anyone that wasn't, you know, consensual. Mm. And I think, you know, that's why I'm, I'm interested in these chats. And I think yeah. also you and Idris, I'm going to put you in the same box with Idris I'll Elba. I'll take that, mate. Um, you know, talking about this stuff and saying yeah, yeah. to, you know, other guys is, is great. Exactly because, that, yeah. And, and so important. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, I think, I mean, some of the time, anything to do with women now is labelled as part of Me Too. You yeah. know, people always ask me to do with Magic Mike about Me Too and mm. is it male objectification? And in my opinion, it totally isn't. And I think anyone who comes to see the show would know that it isn't. Um, but a lot of people comment it on it without seeing the show. Um, and I think labelling anything female as Me Too yeah. is sometimes detrimental to the actual Me yes. Too cause yeah, and campaign. But then equally, I do think sometimes men 
um, you know, that I know can feel like left out and like there might not be a role for them. Yeah. But there absolutely is, and I think, yeah, supporting yeah. Well, that, stuff yeah. like saying to your, you know, even just guys having conversations with their guy friends yeah. about this stuff and like, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 don't get your dick out and then... Yeah. And there is that, that and, I mean, I've been guilty of saying this as well, you know, well, it's not all men. You know, no, it's not all men. No. And, and there will be some men that are probably, they haven't done anything, but they feel that they've got at now. They're going like, all men are animals, all men are monsters. And so there's that middle ground of men that are going, oh, I don't know what to do. It's mm. a mindful. I'm not very good at talking to people anyway. And now I feel, I'm worried that anything yeah. I do is going to be seen as mm. me being a monster. So this is, again, this is why these conversations are important to say, look, we get it. It's not, it's not you. Uh, that doesn't, you know, we're not saying, we're not talking about you. Carry on doing what you're doing. You know, you, you, don't, you don't get a badge, I'm afraid, yeah. for not being a sexual deviant. <laughs> but well done. You still but carry also, on. Obviously, there's loads of lovely men. Some yeah. of my yeah, best yeah, yeah. friends are men. Yeah. I was married to one. Um, but I think it's, um, I, what I'd say is, isn't it better to be overthinking yes. everything for yeah. a while yeah, until yeah, yeah. we all get to grips with it than be doing things that are wrong and will offend and yeah. you know are a harassment and will affect people's lives ongoing. Yeah, I think if we yeah we'll all we're all overthinking for a while but then we're gonna get to a place yeah, where we'll level out. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, not yeah, horrible yeah. to each other and yeah. we don't <laughs> abuse each other and wouldn't that be wonderful? It'd be nice wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm looking so forward to that. A bit of overthinking I think is worth it. Yeah. This massive overcorrection is much needed. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, as long as you, you know, if you're already great, you'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's weed Just out the Stick monsters, to what mate. you're doing if you're already great. <laughs> well, this has been lovely. Thank you for coming down. Thanks. Really appreciate the chat. And, yeah, good um, chat. It's been great. Thanks. Thank you very much. Insane in the membrane. Samantha Baines there. Uh, you can get her on Twitter at Samantha Baines. Catch her in the West End in Magic Mike Live and here in the podcast sphere with our own podcast, Period, Amazing Women in History. Next time, I catch up with Dan Skinner, a.k.a. Angelos Epithemiu. I, I, I'm t- used to talking about how I feel and all the rest of it. When I stop drinking, you know, you go through all of that stuff. When, 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 you, when you initially stop drinking, yeah. you're confronted with the reason why you drank in the first place. Oh, right, which of course. Which is quite a scary... Yeah. Like to face up to that, being yeah. There, right in front of your face. <laughs> and you go, fuck, no wonder I drank, man. Thanks to Comedy Central for the venue, Zen on Gaku for the music, and Jade Adams for, well, everything. Producer was Paul Daniels at darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Tell everyone you know, please, to subscribe, and let's keep this thing going. This is Rich Wilson. See you next time. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by DarkHorseDigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.